You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, this is the projectionist, Hasmicha, and this is actually the first part of a conversation that I had with Mark Gottlieb and Yitzhak Kolakowski. And Yitzchak was holding forth about his love for the old-time short subjects, serials, and other things that were the staple of a different era. And we talk a little bit about um, why they were so important at that time and what the, the, the hold that it had on children and sometimes adults, and also why uh, it had somewhat of an afterlife and why today it's much more just of a curiosity. I think it'll give people a little bit of a perspective on what these programs are and how some elements of it are still with us today in some of the uh, television programs or some sort of films. So I hope you enjoy this one. Um, This is the first part about, uh, about serials and short subjects. Clear the aisles. The projectionist has Smicha. Hey, I'm here today with uh, Mark Gottlieb. He's back with us after uh, uh, hasn't been here for about a month or so. So hi, Mark. And hey, Yitzhak. How are you? All right. And Yitzhak Kolakowski, who and the three of us are going to darshan about old movies and maybe even a little bit of vintage TV uh, in some ways. Um, all right. Well, uh, Yitzhak. Uh, you know, we're going to we're going to let you go first as uh, you got a, a brood of children there that are demanding your attention, uh, an early start that you got to get up on the road. So uh, why don't you talk a little bit about, um, uh, I guess, a, a type of film that and most it's some some people dismiss it uh, as sort of just like, you know, throwaway entertainment Um so, but I know that you feel that there's something significant to it, and maybe even uh, perhaps can be salvaged and and renewed and enjoyed uh, today. So, why don't you talk about that that type of film that interests you? Well, it's something that's in- interest that has interested me really since I was a child. Even though you know these all these things were were reruns of reruns but you know what even you know already uh already in your time so and in my time was was also really they were i i was always into the reruns and i when i discovered such a thing as the serial cliffhanger movies i was very fascinated by them and i, I was not really as familiar at that time when i discovered these with the more contemporary at the time remakes you know like indiana jones and and star wars were both very clearly influenced by these type of films although those were you know full-length features uh although they were you know trilogies series but you know each episode you know went on for two hours here you'd have i was watching one called the claw monsters which was probably one of the last uh, you know, twelve episode or whatever series serials there was. I'm, I'm up to. I watched, I think, five episodes yesterday and three episodes today. 
of the Claw Monsters uh, from 19... 19- How long are the episodes, Rabbi Yosef? Uh, about uh, 15 to 20 minutes each. So, okay, you know, a digestible that, amount. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with a, with a short attention span, like I have. It, it, it's and, and they were, and they were meant Mark for short attention span people for children. In other words, basically you would spend the whole day Saturdays <laughs> you know, in the movie theater. You know, this right. is what America did with its leisure. They sent their children. We thought it was only us that were parked in front of the TV for sat. You know, for you know, I I didn't get the schuss of watching those Saturday morning cartoons, which was like Gan Eden. You know, what I used to hear my 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 non-religious friends, you know, spend all morning. I remember those. I remember <laughs> yeah. those. But that was something. You know, but but they had a version of that in the 30s and 40s. Even in the 1950s, which is sort of the end of the period, where you know they, they would send the kids to these Saturday morning matinees. They would start like 10:30 or 11 in the morning, and besides the cartoons and the short subjects, there was the serial, which um, and, and two and two features. It was a double right, feature, right? Right after the serial, you'd have the double. Then you'd have the two features. Usually, again, and let's talk about also definitions here. You know, we talk about the B films, right? In other words, the B films were usually the ones that appended the main one, right? That's why it was called a B film. It was called a B film because, you know, it didn't necessarily have the amount of of, of money put into it, uh, the same Hollywood stars, the length of time. So a lot of these B films were like the undercard for the main event, like in in a boxing match. But before you even got to the B film, you had the cereal. And um, I think the adults who would take their kids there maybe would go out and smoke during that. Maybe they sat there. But they, they just left the kids there. They didn't take the yeah. kids and, they, and, and the kids what were basically... What the helicopter parents that you have today? <laughs> so basically what, what would happen is they would see the adventures, let's say, of, of some sort of Buck Rogers um, of, 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 of a Batman that was walking around in, in, in boxer shorts and driving a, a, a 50, a 1950 Plymouth or something like that. Right. And that, those episodes would go between 10 and 15 minutes. And, you know, the, the, the production values, Yitzhak were probably, you know, not exactly anything major. Uh, and there was enough of a plot that there was some villain the hero, enough dialogue that would end at the end of the 10, 15 minutes, the car seems to go over the cliff, right? Or the, the, the boulder seems to come down or the rocket ship seems to explode, right? And that, that and then, then it would end. And then you would have the card saying, come back next week for the next episode. I, I think that's basically the, that was basically the format. Right. Right. I mean, I, I was I, like I said, I was watching one of these yesterday and my 12 year old daughter said, you mean people will go to the movies every week? I said, well, you know, the the movies, first of all, they didn't have television, although at, at that time people were starting to have television, this particular one we were watching. Uh, but it's not only that they didn't have television, but, she, you know, she's thinking, you know, we, you go to the movie theater, especially with a big family, you're, you're going to spend $100 at the movie theater. So she, you know, it's not, it's a big luxury. It's something we do once or twice a year. It's not something we do every week. But, uh, you know, part of that was that that was what got you to come back every week. You know, you didn't care usually so much about 
uh, you know, what which movie they're going to show that, you know, especially if it, it, it might be a contemporary movie double feature, but a lot of times these uh, presentations, uh, the Saturday matinees would not only be, um, you know, reruns uh, or, or re-releases of older movies, but also the serials tended to be re-released over and over again, meaning Flash Gordon from 1936 would still be shown in the movie theaters in the 40s and even into the 50s and then and then make it onto television in addition to the radio versions of Flash Gordon the the you know the newspapers the comic strips and, and everything so, and, the, and the TV uh, versions that were different and I think it's worthwhile mentioning, you know, we sort of believe that we're now in this, you know, great golden age of adapting every, uh, you know, comic book uh, to some sort of something on the celluloid screen, like, you know, like Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has, has done, and everybody can't wait, you know, for the next one, and they want to be part of it. But really, this, this idea of mining uh, pulp uh, books and comics this is what these serials were built on because they knew they had an audience that cared about uh you know uh, that cared about flash gordon that cared about buck rogers because they were reading about their adventures in in the sunday papers or reading their uh, their adventures in the comic books so that they felt they didn't unlike the marvel uh you know, uh, you know people who put in so much effort in making it like the comic has come to life they didn't have to do that because they figured the kids want, you know, these are heroes or, 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 or adventurers that the kids are anyway invested in. So, you know, it doesn't make a difference if, you know, Superman's muscles uh, look like there's a pillow, you know, stuffed into his shirt. It doesn't make a difference because the kids are going to come because it's Superman. Right. 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 And, and, and that's, so I think a lot of these serials are based on some sort of, you know, either some sort of pulp, fiction novel or something that was based on some character uh you know that they could get into um and 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 that's why you know the audience perpetuated itself but but it's like other than a curiosity piece um do you think there's something pristine and innocent and 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 geschmack about watching it for today or is it only just a part of film history well i guess if you speak about the the innocence of it there certainly is we were talking about innocence projects, but now it's a different type of innocence. Uh, but there certainly is a quality to it that I personally, I, I I don't really find much interest in in the modern day superhero movies. You know, I'll watch Star Wars and Godzilla, even that they've been redone, and they're and they're not quite the same as the old ones, but I'll watch the new ones. The superhero movies, I personally have a hard time getting into. I know my kids enjoy them, but I I can sit down and watch any of these serials. You know, we we were even you mentioned you know Marvel comics or Captain Marvel. There was a Captain Marvel serial, and I was showing it to my again my twelve year old daughter who knows about all these different uh, Marvel and DC characters. Uh, she was fascinated to see that you know in the forties already these were characters that already had all of their lore had already been established. This, this isn't something that's, that's new or even, even, you know, from when, you know, a lot of the comic books are much better known in the sixties and seventies and the adaptations that took place there and, and the, and the change, you, know, you mentioned Batman again, you know, the two serials at Columbia pictures, which was, you know, uh, not, uh, it, it wasn't MGM, you know, but it was, 
it was a higher tier than most of the serials came out of Republic Pictures, which was not quite Poverty Row, but close enough that it was uh, down the block from Poverty Row, perhaps. Uh, Columbia was really somewhere in between, and they and they did a lot when it came to both short subjects, you know, all the Three Stooges shorts, for the most part, except the early ones with Ted Healy and MGM uh, were by Columbia, things like that. So Columbia had that aspect and Columbia made the the two Batman serials, Batman and Batman and Robin. Uh, you know, so there there was this aspect of uh, you know, which is different than the kitschy Batman of, of Adam West's Batman in the sixties. This you know where he, and where he had Pow and Zam and and he and he drove the Batmobile and he had all the the colorful things. This was a much more bare bones, you know. It, it, Basically, it, it, I don't see that as 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 as, as Myla Yitzchak. That was just yeah. this was this was a money grab. They figured, look, put this, put the put the put the cape and cowl on the guy. Call him Batman. Come up, you know, the villains didn't have to match the comics. The kids will come anyway because the parents want them out of the house. You know, I, I got you. I became aware of this because you know, I'm older than both of you guys. So I was watching kiddie shows in the '60s. And this, the serials and the short subjects like the Three Stooges and other things, that was that was the standard fare of, you know, in Memphis, it was called Looney Zoo. And by others, it's called the Bozo Show, right? But, but those programs were a collection of old cartoons. And in and, 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 and my time, they would show these serials. And that was, I think, the last gasp for them. Because, you know, the, the kids in the 60s, maybe in, when I was watching it, which was like 1965, you know, okay, whatever's in front of the TV. Oh yeah, that's great. Tune in tomorrow and you'll see, you know, it, it, you know, if, if, if the guy really did die and then, you know, the next, you know, you tune in tomorrow and you'd see that, that when he was going over the cliff, he actually jumps off of the uh, jumps out of the car one second before that. Um, so it, again, it, it, it really, the, the afterlife of these serials was in, you know, it was coming up with stuff to put on to television shows in the afternoons. You know, I mean, that, that was the same thing as the Three Stooges. The Three Stooges, you know, what we wouldn't know about the Three Stooges, you know, any more than we know about, I don't know, the, the Ritz Brothers or something, or we wouldn't know about the Little Rascals. We wouldn't know about any of these. Right. The Little Rascals, the Three Stooges, these were short subjects that were part of, 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 of the, the whole uh, movie experience of the 30s 40s and early 50s but then they become packaged with screen gems they become packaged as little television tidbits for daytime programming and for children and for children shows it's interesting though is that you know mark the stooges ends ends up becoming controversial you know unlike these uh uh unlike the uh the uh, the serials, which I think have sort of, you can still get them right Yitzchak, on YouTube somewhere, but the other short subjects, like the Stooges and like the Little Rascals, I think are now vilified. The Stooges for violence, like undue comic violence. I think I've heard a lot of criticism. That um, the, the, the criticism was at that time too. Mo Mo Howard, when he would be interviewed at that time in the 1960s, he would try to explain to the kids that he didn't actually. He didn't actually hit anybody in the eyes. He didn't poke was, anybody. Poke, no poking out of the eyes. Yeah, it was actually the forehead where he was poking, and he didn't actually hit them. And although he himself got hurt probably more than than any of the others, 
uh, you know, but yeah, the, the Simpsons made the uh, the reference early on that you know I won't I won't subject you to the horrors of the Three Stooges board, and you know my, <laughs> you know at that time it was con- I think it was considered much more problematic then in the 1960s when it was becoming popular. I, now I mean we they do show the Three Stooges uh, every week on on Me TV. Uh, so it's 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 and I think it's presented you know on a, a lot of other TV stations you know I I don't think there's been a ton, just like just like Gilligan's Island has never been off the air I don't think I don't think the, the Stooges, Stooges been, the little rascal I wouldn't say the, the little same. rascals more for the rate for the racism right the little rascals because of you know the racism of buckwheat and um, I think there was. Yeah, uh, I think it, it, was, was, it was an urban legend that that Bill Cosby brought up all the Little Rascals episode, which wasn't even true. Uh, uh, and you can and you can they still do show the Hour Gang shorts, uh, you know, on on TCM and some of these other, you know. And, you, and you, you, I I want to tell you that I I I think that and again I'm probably you know stepping into uh, you know a quicksand of territory here, but I think there's there 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 is a um, a sense of racial. If not, there's definitely a dismissal of stymie and buckwheat as being different than the rest of the white kids, but they are all good friends. There's no animosity towards towards them in these in those shorts, right? Nobody, no one ever is cruel. To, they they refer to them as strange, as if they're these you know strange beings, but there isn't any a sense of 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 you know. Uh, you know cruelty to them i i don't think yeah and and you don't you don't have any any uh racial epitaphs or anything it's uh you know so there certainly is and and again without getting too technical here i think if you if you look into it stymie was stymie was 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 a decent fellow he always wore his his bowler hat and uh you know, he was more one of the guys. Buckwheat, who was younger than him and was, you know, having the the corn curls. Uh, Buckwheat was more the one that was the uh, the, the 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 image of you know, of ridicule. And I think that there's, in many ways, you know, when we look back at any of these programs from from these periods, you know, we have to look at them. I think in you know, I, I think Hal Roach, you know, we, we're not going to call him a racist because of that. I think it was a, um, you know, it was you know, people wanted to see kids. I think one of the other problems when you know the rascals. I think we should get off of the subject for a second. But one of the things that they had problems with the rascals were, and and, and I heard this about other things, was they would sometimes have the children act as if they were adults and there was i've heard this comment as well you know when they have you know the children it was almost like over sexualizing them having darla and and, you know acting in a romantic fashion when they were only they were very young not being able to comprehend that i've heard that as well as a criticism of the rascals um that this was a of the our gang you know making that i think there was the same problem with with a lot of shirley temple's work you know the uh, which she also was trying to. They, they, she did some shorts that were trying to, to be, a, you know, a, a a competition for for the hour gang shorts. She had, I don't remember the names of the before she was really big. But but, but but the idea of having them act like they're like adults, like they would right. have them, they would have them putting on you know um, tuxedos and talking 
in suggestive fashion as if they were uh, adults speaking with each other. And I remember there was a discussion there that this might, you know, this is something also very objectionable. So I think a lot of this programming, you know, you know, you know, unfortunately, because of the period that we live in, and because of, you know, (laughs) what we expect from CGI and other things, I think a lot of it is, you know, ends up being, you know, a a curiosity, and maybe worth examining. it's it's funny because this one that I was watching was again I think one of the last I I was interested to see it I'd seen it a long time ago and then I saw uh, you know the uh, conventions that we like to go to Monster Bash they put on their Facebook <laughs> channel on their Facebook page uh, something that they were selling the DVD of this serial and they had the poster. And I noticed there were some dinosaurs on the poster, and I don't remember any dinosaurs in the serial. So I'm kind of like trying to watch through the serial again. I missed some dinosaurs somewhere, and part and, and it's called the claw monsters because they use uh, it's some giant crawfish that are uh, attacking people in in the middle of Africa, and the it's it's like the same four people, you know, two people, two good guys and two bad guys shooting at each other throughout this show and it's just interesting that for eight episodes they're shooting at each other nobody ever gets shot there's such bad shots but then i i said something i was like you know that's that's a cool looking monster these these crawfish and my daughter was like well they're just crawfish i was like well you know the cgi to me looks like cartoons you know like to see the even the it's not, you know, the it, it, for some reason I think the CGI of of uh, uh, Jurassic Park in 1993 looks better than the than the CGI now of, of the could the be new look, 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 you know, I think you know, look, Yitzhak, you were definitely an but, old soul trapped. In a, comes, you're an old soul, Yitzhak, trapped in a young body, no yeah. question about but when, it. But when it. But when it comes to this, they're using actual crawfish. It doesn't look like a cartoon. It looks like a you know, you know, it's, it's obvious that they're with miniature sets, but still, it, it looks much more real to me than 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 these uh, computer cartoons. You know, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's hook. By the way, I think part of the reason why the, the Jurassic Park, I thought it was '92, but part of the reason why it, it it's so magnificent is John Williams' score. And the fact is, it's the first time you're really seeing dinosaurs that look like dinosaurs. That moment, you know, and of course, Laura Dern and Sam Elliott, they are able to to sell it as well, you know, in a way that, you know, it was probably a blue screen, but their their expressions, the music, John Williams, just turned that into just an incredible magical moment. Um, Mark, uh, you know, Yitzchuk, we're talking here about... Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 